0: Tuesday, September the 3rd, 2019. Hi, I'm Tom Campbell, and this is your cultaholic daily news podcast coming up. Some big twists and turns from Monday Night Raw last night to get into. Triple H has been talking about Vince's role in NXT going forward. And no nothing!
1: What happened? No!
0: What is Asuka getting upset about? We will find out together at the end of the podcast.
1: What the hell is
0: happening? Bailey said she wouldn't be overshadowed. So yes, 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 what a moment that was on Monday Night Raw last night. Bailey aligning herself once again with Sasha Banks and turning heel. Dun dun dun. It's been one of those heel turns that I think we waited for for ages and it is finally a thing it happened at the end of the champion showcase match pitting bailey and becky lynch respective brand champions against alexa bliss and nikki cross the women's tag team champions and it saw bailey obliterate becky with a steel chair as sasha banks watched on this was the final moment of monday night raw that we got and it was it was incredible to see Bailey, just that smile across her face as she finally decided, "Ah, forget it. I'm just gonna clatter her with this chair." So Sasha and Bailey are back together as a thing. Surely this is going to be in, in the in the world of fantasy booking. Is this going to lead to these they they they're uniting to become sort of women's division world beaters? I kind of like the image of. Sasha Banks with the Raw Women's Championship on her shoulder, Bailey with the Smackdown Women's Championship on her shoulder, and then the women's tag belts around their waists as well. Kind of like kind of like that image. All the belts in two places. It looks quite cool. you challenge Seth Rollins or Braun Strowman to a match at Hell in a Cell. Do you have any idea how valuable they are? As a matter of fact, you're... You're... Almost! Oh, uh, uh, Look what I've been making. <laughs> Besides, as we saw earlier, Seth and Braun don't make a very good team. They're selfish, greedy, and in another life, They took something very dear to me.
1: (laughs) See you in hell.
0: (laughs) So we got a brand new episode of Firefly Funhouse last night and we heard it from the mouth of the monster himself. Bray Wyatt is throwing down a challenge to either Seth Rollins or Braun Strowman for Hell in a Cell. Now, we don't know if it'll be the winner of the Universal title match or the loser of the Universal title match. I imagine we'll find out in good time. I personally would prefer it if it was the loser. I don't... I'm just concerned (laughs) that putting Bray in a main event feud like this so soon is going to lead to the character petering out far quicker than we expected, you know? Hey, but look, I'm I'm an optimistic guy. Let's just roll with it and see what happens. This is now official. Next week, Monday Night Raw, Madison Square Garden live for the first time in nearly a decade. Stone Cold Steve Austin will be the moderator. He will be there live for the contract signing between Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman next week. On Monday Night Raw. That's how you
1: get the contract signing done. You bring in the Texas rattlesnakes.
0: And we now know what Steve Austin's going to be doing in Madison Square Garden next week on Raw. The contract signing for this week got completely kiboshed by AJ Styles and the OC. So they go in again with Steve Austin overseeing it. No trouble will come if Steve Austin is overseeing the contract signing. Surely it'll all go perfectly fine as all contract signings do. Surely it'll all be fine. Uh, All the Raw results and reactions will be on the Cultaholic YouTube channel later today. Jack the Jobber presents Raw graded as normal. And Ross is going to give us the Raw WTF moments as well. Meanwhile, Davey Boy Smith Jr. has been added to the card for Bloodsport 2. Former WWE and New Japan Tag Champion Davey Jr. is going to go one-on-one with former UFC lightweight contestant and current MLW roster member Filthy Tom Lawler. Now, Smith Jr. has been making quite a lot of waves in MLW himself as part of the New Heart Foundation with Teddy Hart and Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, This isn't his first rodeo. He beat Killer Cross at Barnett's Bloodsport one. So he's got previous here. Uh, Lawler, meanwhile, uh, he got into UFC through the Ultimate Fighter, was suspended for two years back in 2016 after failing an out-of-competition drug test, but he was released from his UFC contract before the suspension ended. So back he went to his life as a pro wrestler, and uh, he was part of Matt Riddle's Bloodsport. I think to avoid confusion, we should call it Bloodsport minus one, because you've kind of got Matt Riddle's Bloodsport, then you got Josh Barnett's Bloodsport, and then Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 2. Should we just call this Bloodsport Minus 1? I think we probably should. But anyway, Lawler was at Bloodsport Minus 1 in a losing effort to Volta so he's been here before as well fun fact as well fun fact as well Tom Lawler was proposed to by his long term girlfriend on an episode of Monday Night Raw in 2017 however WWE said no to putting it on the camera because they get too many requests for that sort of thing but it happened so Davey Boy Smith Jr. versus filthy Tom Lawler has been added to Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 2 the big mystery now is who is Josh Barnett's new opponent going to be it was meant to be John Moxley but of course John Moxley has had quite the bump in the road as a result of an MRSA scare, so he is away from competition for a few months now. And as soon as Josh Barnett's got a new opponent, we will let you know about it. Staying in the world of mixed martial arts, Ken Shamrock is set to be a part of Impact Wrestling's tapings in Las Vegas this weekend, as we know, and he's been chatting about it to Wrestling Epicenter. They got into the WWE Hall of Fame, and Shamrock revealed that he hasn't been approached to be a part of it. Shamrock said, If you look at being a Hall of Famer, it's about changing the way people have to do things when you're in the ring. Nobody ever tapped out before me. It was a verbal I give up. There were a handful of submission holds before me. Now it is in every single match. People are doing different kinds of submissions with ankles, arms and chokes and different things. If they're going to induct someone that is a crossover from MMA to pro wrestling, I should be the first one that goes in. And there is a strong case for Ken Shamrock being a part of the Hall of Fame. Personally, he was one of my favorites during the Attitude Era. I was a big fan of Ken Shamrock and I'm excited to see him as part of Impact Wrestling. And I'm sure in time we will honour the man who really did give us the tap out. (coughs) Whilst WWE aren't looking for Ken Shamrock to join the Hall of Fame, they are looking for more female referees. This has been reported by Casey Michael of Squared Circle Sirens. He's reported that WWE is on the lookout for new referees overall, but ideally leaning towards female referees. They recently offered a female independent worker a contract as an official, but she turned them down. We're not quite sure who that is, but it's not unheard of for wwe to approach independent workers to come on board as referees in fact i think one of the best refs that nxt has is drake younger former iwa mid-south death match champion i always love watching drake younger referee because i just go that guy's been in death matches Of course, a big part of this, I think, will be spurred by the recent popularity of Aubrey Edwards, who was the first ever female referee to officiate a world championship match when she was in the AEW All Out main event to determine their first champion. And she did a brilliant job. She's a cracking referee. So if she opens the door for more female officials to come through, then that's a great thing. WWE have filed a few more trademarks. They've now copyrighted Dominion. They now have copyright Dominion over Breezango and the Outliers. Now, the NXT tag team of Riddick Moss and Dorian Mack, they are the Outliers. You might not know them yet because they've not done a lot on NXT TV, if anything at all, but give it time and you will know them and you will love them but I'm like the fact that they've also laid claim to Breezango. You've you've seen this now more than ever. They're they're really ramping up their copywriting and trademarking game. They do not want anybody to go away from WWE with all the things that WWE gave them and build a new life. Well, I don't think they want them to go anywhere. I just don't think they want them to go to All Elite Wrestling. (laughs) And in an interview with TalkSport, Triple H was talking about the role that Vince McMahon will play once NXT moves to the USA Network. There is a lot of concern that NXT will be run very similar to Raw and SmackDown with Vince McMahon very much the uh, the puppet master, tearing up things that he doesn't feel is right. Uh, getting that element of sort of last-minute chopping and changing that some people believe has harmed a lot of booking of some of their favorite wrestlers. The Triple H has set the record straight by saying, in simple terms, Vince McMahon is not involved with NXT. He is going to have a say in things like where the brand sits and the marketing of it with USA. But at this point, he's basically said, go make this thing a success. Now, I think we can all sleep a little bit easier tonight, can't we? (laughs) And finally, it's always fun when you see wrestlers turn their hand to other pursuits and other passions as well. We know that Xavier Woods is a big video game fan. And if you uh, follow him on Up Up Down Down, uh, you see that passion coming through. It's really wonderful. And he's now not the only member of the WWE roster to get into the YouTube Let's Play Malarkey because Asuka, the Empress of Tomorrow, has just launched her own Let's Play channel. Check out Kanachan TV. And you can watch Asuka right now playing Super Mario Maker 2. Hey, guys, what's up? Welcome to Kanachan TV. Yo, so. I will play Super Mario Maker 2. I will play Super Mario Maker 2. This time only voice, I will I will challenge time attack. Oh, oh, <laughs> Oi! Hey, no, that's enough. What happened? No! Amazing! Perfect! Oh my gosh! Oh! If ever there was a reason to do a Cultaholic triple jump crossover, It has to be involving Asuka as well. Let's make that happen. Let's make that happen. Looking at you, Ben and Peter. Thank you so much for downloading the Cultaholic Daily News podcast. On the channel today, as I said earlier on, WTF moments from Raw with Ross Twiddell and Raw graded with Jack the Jobber will be here later on today as well. And on the podcast stream, if you haven't checked it out yet, we dropped a brand new episode of Wrestling Curiosities on Sunday night. If you love the British wrestling, from over the weekend then how about i tell you a story about one of the first ever british wrestling matches from back in the 19th century it's a little bit of history it's a little bit of geekery but i'm thinking you'll love it it's on the podcast stream right now thank you so much for downloading i will speak to you tomorrow don't forget to join us i love you bye